0: So today I'm going to read you a blog post that I wrote yesterday. I don't usually write around the topic, you know, the theme of the month or, you know, (laughs) sort of really engage with the the real world. It's all me in my own mind. But for whatever reason, um, this was topical and it came up and I'm like, let's go. So this post is titled The Problem with Pride on the collection, connection rather, between my trauma and Gender Dysmorphia. Now, since posting this, I've I posted it, like I said, yesterday. And I've had maybe five, six, ten people reach out and be like, wow, like this is resonating. And what it's taught me is, is that I need to just be writing daily and posting and sharing raw, deep, emotional truth. Because that's what's resonating. Is what's, and, you know, it helped me and it healed me to write it. So anyway, I'm going to read that for you and I'll post a link to the blog so you can read along or just read it if you'd prefer to do that. But either way, here we go. Problem with pride. This is going to be a controversial post, but it is my truth, and that fact alone validates what I'm going to say here. I grew up poor in a split home. My father was an addict and a dealer, and life at my mum's was problematic. I moved out of home at 16 to live off charity and government handouts, and it feels like I've been running ever since. My memory sucks. When I think back, I see emptiness, interspersed with sporadic bursts of intense emotionality. Discomfort, embarrassment, and pain. I don't know exactly what happened to me, but I know it wasn't good. I suffer from complex post-traumatic stress disorder, CPTSD, a condition that occurs when someone is repeatedly exposed to trauma over a prolonged period. People with CPTSD suffer a myriad of different symptomology that is often misdiagnosed as other conditions. In my case, a slew of terrible therapists labeled me with depression, anxiety, BPD, ASD, ADHD, and bipolar. The list goes on. The reason I'm sharing this is that it directly relates to my experiences with gender identity. I believe that a lot of my confusion, inner conflict, and shifting gender identity is a direct result of the trauma I faced growing up. I struggle to have any pride in myself or to connect with other people with similar experiences of gender as me. Because, whilst in some ways, I have quote always felt this way I must also acknowledge that my memory has been riddled with the impact of trauma From a very early age I started to feel different from everyone else like an outsider looking in like an alien anthropomorphus anthrop- anthropologist rather attempting to understand the ways of human children I would watch them and wonder how could they just pretend like everything was okay I knew that it, I knew that it wasn't um <laughs> I knew that the world was dangerous and that there were real things to fear lurking close by. I also knew that whilst I had a body of a boy, now a man, at least some of the time it felt completely wrong. I would drift between being totally grounded in my burgeoning masculinity to wildly confused, wishing that I was in fact a woman. I would look at females in my class with a jealousy that I could never satiate. I wanted my body to be their body. It didn't seem fair. There was no one to talk to. back then. There wasn't even words to describe what I was feeling. I felt completely alone and isolated within my mind. And with the home life being so terrible, the only strategy I could use to survive was to dissociate. Dissociation is a coping strategy that we all use to manage stressful situations. Our brains purposely forget the the worst of the trauma to allow itself to persevere. For me, that coping strategy went on hyperdrive. I drifted into a state of unreality often and in response to most stressful events. Life felt like fiction. I resonated hard with movies like Fight Club, The Matrix, American Beauty, and The Truman Show. And with psychedelic philosophies, philosophers like the likes of Alan Watts and Ram Dass. Daylight hours were spent dreaming and nights felt more real than reality. My dreams. They were the only times I felt both safe and whole. In my dreams, I could be a woman. In my dreams, my body felt like it belonged to me. As my gender shifted, so did my dream body. In my waking life, I would often self-harm just to feel connected to my body, or I'd force myself to vomit in an impossible attempt to transform myself into something that I could never become. Then the next day I would feel normal again and wonder why I'd cut myself and couldn't fathom the desire to vomit up my next meal. I got myself through high school and then through university in this manner, choosing to study psychology as a way to learn about myself, and learn I did. My favourite topic was, topic was abnormal psychology, which covered the various aberrations that can afflict the human mind. It was here that I first discovered the concept of gender identity issues and its relationship to dissociative identity disorder. Finally, I found something that spoke to what I was feeling internally. Unfortunately, of course, that didn't come in the form of a loving mentor figure talking me through the confusion of my inner work, in a world, but rather from an unresponsive textbook that was suggesting that what I was feeling was an aberration likely derived from childhood trauma. The pieces matched up. I had been a victim of sexual trauma. I had used association to survive and didn't always feel like I didn't always feel like a single, solid, whole person. Perhaps my issues are a direct result of the trauma I faced. This is why I have a problem with pride. Not for me. Not for everyone else. But for me. I've had countless conversations with people of all genders, sexualities and experiences. I've heard their stories and have nothing but pride for them and their bravery when they choose to embody their truth. But when I turn and face myself I struggle to feel more than shame. I cannot shake the fact that were it not for the trauma, I would not be having these problems. And problems they are. Mentally and physically, I often feel disconnected. My body feels like it doesn't belong, and my mind believes itself to be a fiction. I struggle to make male friends, nor do I enjoy traditionally male activities or interests. And I don't feel like I can, can't, can partake in traditionally feminine pursuits like a woman either, because I'm not one. When I find myself sexually attracted to a woman... It is the female part of me that is the one doing those feelings. When I'm having sex, it's hard to stay grounded in my body for the fear and the desire of wanting to drift into hers. For wanting to, more than anything, feel what it would be like to make love as a woman. I've tried to satiate these feelings with lucid dreaming and drug use, but with limited success. A part of me, always, still knows that I'm pretending. And I know there is nothing I can do to truly feel like a woman. No matter what I do, at my core... I will still have this body. My psychologist first suggested (laughs) that if I wanted to embrace my feminine society, perhaps I should, quote, wear woman's panties and stop working out and training martial arts. He didn't get it, not in the the slightest. Somehow the act of cramming my penis into lingerie designed for a vulva wouldn't quite have the same desired effect. He also didn't get that I trained to feel safe walking the streets. Despite being, from the outside at least, physically imposing and well-trained, I didn't identify with that fact. I remember feeling that every time I passed a man on the street, I would flip to feeling feminine. That part of me feared that he would attack and I would be defenseless to stop his advances. Yet another trauma response. My psychologist also asked if I would considered surgery and hormones to alter my gender. Once again, he didn't get it. Not only would this backfire when I inevitably switched back to the masculine, but it still wouldn't feel like truth. It's here that I need to flag that my feelings feel controversial on this topic, and I'm worried about the backlash that I'll receive for this next section, but I'm going to persist with a caveat and a statement, as I want to paint a full picture. Caveat. I believe that everyone is entitled to do what they like with their own body, and that they should pursue whatever course of action needed to best fit within the world. I do not judge people for believing differently to me, nor will I suggest that they change their course of action. Statement. These are my feelings. It is what my brain screams at me when I contemplate gender reassignment surgery. I cannot help having these feelings. They are my truth. Here we go. (sighs) I don't think that I would feel any more like a woman if I got the surgery and started taking hormone replacements than I do now. What I feel inside, the female part of me, were she to be real and expressed in the world, would not need surgeries or pills to be female. Her body would have always been that way and I would be content with it. Of course, this is this is without, I say this without having gone through the surgery, nor taken the hormones, and of course I'm currently on medication to treat crippling anxiety, and I'm not happy about that fact either. The point is, my feelings of gender fluidity are inexor- inexorably tied to my trauma, and it's very hard to feel anything positive about that fact, nor does it encourage me to reach out to others about my feelings or experiences. I don't know how you'll take my above statement. I fear that I will have just alienated myself from the very group that has any chance of understanding me for who I am. and what I am confusion and all I fear that the internet mob will come and tell me that my experiences of gender are invalid or that my belief that there is a connection between trauma and it is incorrect I fear that by saying that I feel that it could be that way for me that the mob will assume that I'm saying that their issues with gender identity is also caused by trauma for the record I'm not saying that at all I'm also aware that the problem with the very language I'm using to express myself here by calling it an, an quote issue I may be triggering people People who have integrated totally with their gender identity and as such wouldn't see it as an issue, but rather just another aspect of what makes them them, kind of like a personality trait or hair colour. Once again, this is my problem with pride. I'm someone who should be able to reach out and express themselves in their truth, but because of the inner confusion, shame and trauma, I don't know if it's safe to do so. Now that gender identity is becoming widely recognised and acknowledged, there are words to describe what I'm feeling. I've begun to replace the textbook with real Lived examples of others, and I'm starting to heal. I found a therapist who is helping, and I'm implementing self-care routines and other things to come to terms with my own unique truth and understanding of myself and my place in this world. Despite my fears, I've written this piece and I'm sharing it. All of, all of this is positive and perhaps it's a sign of a growing integration with the different parts of myself. That said, I still don't feel quite right. So please, if you resonate with anything I've said here, Comment or message me. I need to know that I'm not so alone. <laughs> Whew. And that's the piece. So coming out of that a bit, like I said, you can click and I'll, I'll put the, the, the text blog um, in the show notes so you can read along. You can read a copy, send a copy. But yeah, that, that is sort of the truth that I've been facing and dealing with. And you know, it, like I said, even the act of writing this was healing. That's something I'm moving into in this space, is using writing as a form of healing, as a form of therapy. Writing this piece helped me to reconnect and heal, and grow, and integrate. So if that's something you're interested in um, working with me with, um, let me know and we can jump on a call and have a chat. And I can help you to be able to write this sort of truth for yourself. Because trust me when I say like, being able to understand what writing does is it puts your thoughts onto the page and sort of helps you to understand what you think about a topic. And the more vulnerable and open you are, the more deeper your truths are, the more you understand That's something that I can give you if you want it. So let me know. But beyond that, like I said um, in the lead-in, there is... uh, You know, every time I write something like this, I get such a deep and positive feedback that it just blows me away. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who's chosen to do do that and may choose to do that with this. So I'm going to leave this with you and... Get back to doing what I'm doing. I'm working on a new project right now called augmented realities. This is my poetry over the top of AI art. It's um, it's going to be fucking awesome. Let me tell you. And I'm also going to commit to writing a bunch more blogs like this. And if you're keen, if you like it, if it resonates, um, reach out and you know, tell me, talk to me. I want to hear from you. Um, yeah. Anyway, catch up.